coming to a place of where you're actually having enough pain to change is right. like the most beautiful part of it. Right. You know, if you survive through this, right. you know, you're in so much pain that you have to call out to God. Well, my fear is this. Somebody gets into a pattern and they think that they're, they've been so bad, there's no hope for them to be better. I might as well just continue. I might as well keep being immoral. Yes. Because it's just who I, you know what? I've, I've messed up so many times. I might as well just keep messing up. Yep. That's a mentality I would like to combat because that is not a helpful mentality. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church. Along with me is Tiesa Hale. Glad to have you here. Thanks, and we man. already did one podcast on your testimony where you came from, obviously, a uh, quite a journey. Mm-hmm. You know, when you think about it, just uh, drug addiction, going to jail, finally coming to uh, realize God is there, uh, turning your life around. Uh, there was a better way Definitely. for sure. Yeah. And one of the things I want to talk about in this podcast is just learning from your past mistakes. So you can overcome, like you said, at the end of the last podcast, you, it, there is still time for you to get it straight. Definitely. You don't have any regrets as far as the past, not that you'd repeat it, but the past helped also to shape and make you who you are. You can't change it. There's nothing you can do about it. The best thing you do is just learn from it, grow from it. So I want to talk about that kind of stuff because why is it important to learn from past mistakes? Well, it's a pretty simple question. Um, if we don't learn from our past mistakes, we're going to keep repeating them. Yeah, I think so. And I feel like every time we repeat them, like kind of the consequences are worse, even right. if it's mentally, emotionally, physically. Well, it ought to be mentally because you ought to be really mad at yourself if you keep doing the same things after a while, right? right. You're just like, come on, you know, we can we can get we can do better than this because to me, pain is an outstanding teacher, and I've I've talked to people that have had a lot of guilt in their past and they feel shame for what they've done, and I think especially when you come out of that stage of denial, you come out of justifying it, and you start to realize how many people you've actually hurt how how much of yourself that you've actually heard and for the, when the god opens your eyes that first time you can honestly see it and see the devastation i've talked to people in that spot where they they really truly feel i'm i'm ashamed they wonder how they'll get over it they feel so terrible about what they've done and so what i'll tell them is look that that mistake that you made that pain that you feel right now is teacher Definitely. That's your conscience. Right. So your conscience is torturing you right now because your conscience doesn't want you going back into that painful situation again because it's basically no good for you. And I think sometimes when we're feeling ashamed for some of the things we've done, it's kind of teaching us, yeah, well, that, that, was, that was no good for you. It did you no good. It didn't help you at all. So you shouldn't be doing it again. So I'm always one, I don't, I don't want to repeat. If Once I see something as a mistake, I don't want to repeat that. And I feel like that's part of where the problem lies, though. Like I was thinking about this. Um, when I repeat a mistake or something that is painful to me, that's where that denial is like super powerful because I'm in such a place of denial that I can't admit what really is causing the problem. And when we get, you know, like you said, God opens our eyes to like what the truth is 
and we get to that place and we start to feel the shame and we start to feel the guilt, like that's, I feel like the first step of getting better. Right. You know? And sometimes we get into stuff like you didn't, maybe didn't see it coming. Like somebody might, I, I, I hate to call it innocently, but like, I'm sure that when you first started your path, it wasn't, Hey, really what I'm working up to is to be a heroin addict. You know what right. I mean? That's really what I'd <laughs> like to be someday in my life. So let's start there. I mean, it starts more innocently than that, Definitely. but even the, the innocent mistakes that we make in life or the poor choices we make, you don't want to repeat them. I mean, I had a camera that got swamped in a storm surge. I'm going to tell you that that will be, as far as I'm concerned, the last time in my life, I let that happen to me because, okay, I didn't see that one coming. Now that I've seen it, I see what the end result is. I'm not going to do that again. I had a, a phone in the wrong spot, swept it right off the kayak with a paddle. I will not put a phone in that spot again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you, some <laughs> things you go through once and you're like, that happened to me once. I'm not going to let that happen to me again because my experience teaches me. Definitely. Right. I mean, it's great. The Bible teaches us too, but I think the experience. So when you learn from your mistakes, make sure you don't do it again. I think that's an important thing. But I've also experienced this when you do something that you feel really badly about. It feels good to get it in the rearview mirror. Yes. It feels good. And I'm sure for you, when you think about, okay, well, you know, I really got it together in 2016. So then 2017, you hit one year. It's one year in the, in the rearview mirror. In 27, yeah. you hit 2018, it's two years, so on and so forth. And I, I have to imagine that feels good, you know, for your reputation, who you are as a person, what you're bringing to the world, how you're helping other people, that you take a certain amount of healthy pride in that yes. and say, this is the person I want to be. That person behind me, every day, they're getting smaller and smaller in their rearview mirror. Yes. And, it's, and I'm moving past it. And I think that's where we want people to get. We want to get them past their past mistakes so that hey that's that's somebody way back in the rearview mirror that's who you were that's not who you are even the bible teaches us that yeah you used to be a, a slanderer and a drunk and immoral you you were those things you are not those things today that is not what you are now because once god gets hold of our lives it's a big change right and um you know like i said on the other podcast you know you God makes beauty out of that stuff. Right. So I have an ultimately more powerful message to someone who is going through a lot of the same Absolutely. pain and mistakes right. than even say you, because you haven't been through that. No, I agree. Right. And it it's so powerful because like, look what Christ has done in my life. Like he can do this for you. Right. And especially if the person knew who I was before. Like, right. It's, they sometimes are in awe. Right. There was a woman actually that came here. I live right next door to her and I was in a really bad place in my addiction. And she had came here on a week that I was singing and she'd never been here before. And she was just going through some things and she seen like where I was and it just was so impactful for her. Um, I'll never forget that. Wow. That's and, amazing. Yeah. It was a really powerful moment. Yeah, I think, by the way, too, all of our acceptance and our love for these people, like you had said, you experienced in a church as a kid, I think that's that's a super important thing, too. Definitely. And you got to leave the past behind, you know, and I know there, I know people do go through guilt. I know there's a pain from that. Uh, people do feel shame. Like, for you, you can look at it and say, hey, that's who, you know, I'm now helping people. Yeah. I don't know that everyone has, is there yet. I think right. some people are in that spot where, no, they they want to hide it. They don't 
really want to talk about it. And maybe some sense, you know, aside from addiction, maybe some things we never will talk about. Right. You know, there's those things that we've done or been involved in. We're never going to tell another living soul about it. So how do you overcome those things and become a different person? And I think part of it is First uh, John 1, 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just and will forgive us of our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. And that's one of the great promise verses in the Bible that you confess God's faithful. He's going to forgive you and purify you. That stuff that's in the past that you feel like is clinging to you, that's not you anymore. You're not even doing this stuff anymore. But that kind of, through guilt, is still chained to you. That can be broken because yes. he's going he's gonna to purify you. Right, and believing that is true. Right. You know, and we use that verse in um, Celebrate Recovery. Right. Because um, there is one step where we do have to confess our sins, but it's recommended in that type of environment that we actually confess it to God and to another person. Keeping those secrets, you know, keep us sick. Right. Things that have happened to us, you find a trustworthy person. You tell them what you've done. Right. You know, you speak it in front of God and in front of someone else. And, and that's when you can break that bondage of it. Yeah. I, I think you definitely talk to any sin that you do. It's good to confess to people, to the definitely. people you've hurt. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm not, I've never been one. I need to tell a million people yeah. what I did to one person. Right. <laughs> I need to tell the one, one person. person. Right? Yes. <laughs> Just to keep it there. But in Hebrews 9, 14, it says, how much more then will the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself unblemished to God, cleanse our consciences from acts that lead to death so that we may serve the living God. And the reason I picked that verse to talk about today is that cleanse of conscience. Yes. To me, that's when I don't want somebody who just because they have a bad past going to bed every night with a bad conscience, looking at themselves in the mirror every day and thinking they're a piece of dirt right, or a piece of trash because of what they did as a kid or what they did a year ago or six mm-hmm. months ago. Whatever's in the past is in the past. It doesn't mean that's who you are today because I believe that people can change. And that power to me to clear your conscience is enormous because how in the world are we going to move forward in life and be healthy and be helping people if we can't clear our conscience from past mistakes? If we can't acknowledge, yeah, I made mistakes. I did. Sue me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I made mistakes. But that's not who I am today. Right. It doesn't matter what people say. It doesn't matter if if the cops, which I know they don't, but if they wanted to pin you to where you were, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what anyone says. You know in God's eyes right here, it says that we can have a cleansed conscience from all those things that were leading to death, and we can serve the living God. And it's such a freeing feeling like that kind of stuff weighs you down. Like right. it keeps you like stuck. But I almost feel like it's, you know, part of getting better. Like, and one thing about this church is like, I can be where I'm at. Right. And you guys are going to meet me where I'm at. Right. Absolutely. And I'm going to grow right. the way I'm supposed to, the way God intended right. me to grow. I don't have to be something I'm not. Right. You know, and so you meet people in that place and we can just keep working on that. Well, you want to talk about that. I mean, that that I would always say we don't we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for progress. Right. Because we know none of us are perfect, but we're looking for progress. But there are big things that we've done. I think some of the bigger ticket items people get into create more guilt. Yeah. I mean, I don't if I went 
70 miles an hour down the road here today to church. Dude, I'm just being honest with you. This is not something that's going to pang my conscience. Right. Okay. It's not, it's not, <laughs> I'm not going to be asleep all night. I'm telling you, there are other things that will. Definitely. And there are other things that can that you feel terrible about. Mm-hmm. And those are the things where we got to realize, no, I can, I can leave it behind because I don't, what my fear is this, somebody gets into a pattern and they think that they're, they've been so bad. There's no hope for them to be better. I might as well just continue. I might as well mm-hmm. keep being immoral. Yes. Cause it's just who I, you know what? I've, I've messed up so many times. Mm-hmm. I might as well just keep messing up. Yep. That's a mentality I would like to combat because that is not a helpful mentality. Yes. <laughs> that is not a way that is not a way to get free. You know, that's a way just to keep yourself in prison. That's something that evil would want to tell you. Yeah, you exactly. know what? You're you're stuck there. You might as well just keep doing it because you've already done it. You know what I mean? You've already done drugs once. You've already been there. You'll be you know you'll get through it again. You might as well just do it again. It's you might as well just be immoral again. <laughs> you might as well just lie again. Are you serious? No, 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 no. He's saying, no, now it's time to, to serve the living God. So you got to realize you're you're more than your past mistakes and you can move past your past mistakes. Yeah. And that mindset, that mentality is like, I've been there so many right. times and it's almost like from the first time it just continues to like build and build. And that's the message that you right. hear in your head. Right. Like you've already done this. You're not good enough and right. you've messed up so much. So what's the point? Right. You and that, that's where I go back to the first one where I, for me personally, I like to go back to when I know something felt really crummy and I don't like that crummy feeling. Yeah. Therefore I don't want to do it again. Right. Because it's just going to make me feel crummy. So I, I want to go back to that and just keep that in mind because I do think you have to look at the consequences of your behavior in any one of us. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter what your path has been in the past. Right. It could be, you could think of it as squeaky clean. It could be horrible, but you've, everyone's got to evaluate consequences. If I make this decision, what will the consequences be for my life moving forward? And I feel like that, that whole part of the thinking gets pushed away right. when you get stuck in that pattern. Like, you've already had all these consequences, right? What's the big deal, right. you know, and coming to a place of where you're actually having enough pain to change is right. like the most beautiful part of it. Right. You know, if you survive through this, right. you know, you're in so much pain that you have to call out to God. You have to do something different. Right. Well, pain is the megaphone for God's voice. Ravi Zacharias said that a famous Christian author, pain is the megaphone for God's voice. Yes. I've seen that so many times mm-hmm. when people in pain, they're really hurting they tend to want to come to God. So I, I, I don't want anyone to ever think that they're not worthy of God's grace. You know, that you're not worthy because you can be. So you got to learn from your past mistakes. You've got to make a step at some point to leave the past behind and just say, that's who I was. That's not who I am. That is not the person I want to be. And you got to start being that person you want to be. You got to start right. practicing that. And of course, praying to God, getting his help is, is integral as well. But then you build a new life because in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. That's a message for everybody yes. is that if anyone is in Christ, they're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. Yes. And to embrace that new. And that's so true. That's an awesome thing. Isn't it? <laughs> it's so awesome. <laughs> right. So what are your thoughts on that? I, I mean, my thoughts on that, just basically knowing the truth, like once Christ indwells me personally, I was able to start seeing the truths. Right. So for so long, I believed the lies. I was in denial. I would tell myself lies. So like these, these truths became illuminated to me. So now I am able to follow the truth. Right. And through following the truth, good things happen. And I do get this new life. 
And I don't have all of these things weighing me down. I don't have just all of the pain that I had before, you know, and, and in confessing, you know, through this process that I, that I've went through, you know, I've had to confess my sins to God, to another person. I've had to go to people that I have hurt and confess my sins to them. Right. And through that, you know, it's just been like the veil has been lifted slowly, slowly, slowly. The veil's lifted. I'm able to see what the truth is. And it's an amazing moment. There's nothing like the truth of, of it, Christ. It is. I'm talking, it is an amazing moment. And it's moment. almost I've like been there easy myself. now. <laughs> I've been there myself sometimes where it's shocking the things you can come to accept. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then when God points it out to you, like a particular thing, then you're like, well, that's not right. <laughs> right. And for so <laughs> Why long. Why did I ever think that was right? Like, that's right. not right. It right. felt right, even right. though it was painful. Right. And, and then now it's like knowing the truth is so much easier for me. Right. It's just like it is almost like the greatest gift that God has yeah, given me. It's, it's a better just, path. It's just a better way to live. Right. I mean, it's a happier way to live. There's more joy. There's more contentment. And for you, there's going to be a lot more of what you wanted from the get-go. Right. Which is eventually <laughs> uh, have your have your own place and right. cont- have savings and right. be financially it's secure. Happening, right. And all right? the right. Exactly. <laughs> all these things that you, you want, it's there. And you're going to get there a piece at a time. I know sometimes you... Well, of course, we want it all to happen in one month, but right. you know, it takes time. But I would say, you know, for me, you know, you want a better life. I just wrote down a couple ideas, and you can kind of chime in too. Get a job. That's one thing I would tell you to do. You know, right. you're coming out of a dark spot. <laughs> Be productive. Idleness is the is the devil's workshop anyway. So I think the more productive we are, the the more we're doing other things for others. I think that helps. Uh, getting into a really good group of people. I think yes. the people you surround yourself with is going to be a huge uh, factor in your future. So, it's basically who you are. I was it you that said that. I don't that who remember. Who we were, like who we're around. Yeah, is basically who we are. Right, and that is so true. Right, and if you would have told me that fifteen years ago. I would have thought you were full of it. Right. <laughs> I'm nothing like that. What do you mean? Oh, yes, you I'm are. better. That's why I choose these people. Um, yeah, the, that's that's definitely a truth. You know, right. um, being around healthy people produces healthy things. Right. And I don't. I I'm just able to be a voice of reason, even right. with those healthy people. Right. How important is it to go to church? Just it's be around so other important. people. That fellowship being is key to me being okay. Right. And through COVID, it really may had an impact on me because I've always been a people person. Like I said, like I've had this gift of influence. Right. I need people. Like I, I'm a gatherer. Right. And that got taken away and I actually got into a like a little bit of a funk my attitude was really bad like I was just like oh I just right. hate everything and all my stuff is taken away and right. I slipped into a little bit of a darker place but uh, you know I didn't let that like take me back out but right. your your attitude got adjusted and my attitude uh, right. and I almost <laughs> feel like it was a growth spurt for me because right. I I was depending on that fellowship being a lot right And, you know, so I can look at like the beauty in it was that I'm able to like make these adjustments now and, and see where that was, I was putting that 
as too high of a priority right. of making me be okay. Well, I think some of us do come alive around other people and that's okay. Yeah, that's, you know, we talk about that maybe another time, but I go to church. I think is like you said, important. I do things differently, head in a different direction. I mean, at some point when you do the same pattern over and over, mm-hmm. it doesn't work. Right. Why do we keep doing it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> do something, anything different, as long as it's positive, would right. have to be better than that. So <laughs> that maybe I just need to easier. be right. I'll just do something different. Well, I mean, you got to you got to break the pattern somehow. Like put off, right. put on. You know, whatever you're taking off, put something new in its place. And it almost made it easier because I just had to do the opposite of what I used to do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and it worked. If I used to do this, I'm <laughs> definitely going to do whatever's opposite oh. of that. I think help others too. I mean, so here's where I, what I would say, you know, uh, learning from past mistakes, getting past the past mistakes. You got to learn from your mistakes. You got to leave the past behind. You got to build a new life because mm-hmm. we're new creation in, in Christ. And we got to help other people. And it says in Hebrews 6, 1, brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore the person gently, but watch yourselves that you may also be tempted. And I would never tell someone to go that come out of drug addiction, if they're not strong enough to go get somebody else and pull them out, because they right. might get sucked right back in. So right. I think you have to be careful on who you are, Definitely. that you're in that, like you and Jimmy are in that spot right now. Jimmy being your husband, he's here today. We appreciate him being in the room with us. But <laughs> that being said, you know, you guys are strong enough to be pulling people out, but right. I don't think it's for everybody. But if you can help others, for sure do it. And I like uh, what uh, David said in Psalm fifty-one, thirteen when he came out of his sin with Bathsheba and all the bad things he had done, he said, then I will teach transgressors your ways so the sinners will turn back to you. And he's like, yeah, you know, I've made mistakes, but I'm going to teach people to avoid what I've done. Yeah. And for so long, you know, that thinking of now I've done all these things, there's no coming back. Right. Like that is perfect. A perfect verse because it doesn't matter what I've done. Like, God is going to restore me. Christ right. is going to restore me. Right. And he's going to make me into this new creation that was so much better than anything I'd ever right. been or even imagined. Right. It is awesome. Yeah. Appreciate you coming in today, <laughs> by the way. We appreciate you tuning in to the Way to Go podcast. We hope it's been helpful. Have an awesome and blessed week. And also this, if you do have questions about this or you do need help, I mean, feel free to contact the church. Uh, you can contact us on Facebook. You can call us. Uh, there's email. Whatever way is possible, contact us through uh, Thiesa, through Jimmy, uh, through any of their friends, anybody who comes here. Yeah, get hold of us if there's anything that you need help with. Have a blessed week.